following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another journey together on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can also listen to the live stream weekdays 3 until 6. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in America. 3 until 6 p.m. where you get mobile service. Chris Ballas from Wolverine.com will join us inside this hour as we kick off our final day of the Tullymore Golf Resort Spring Football Summit. Make sure you book a tee time or a stay and play package at TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're located less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And they have great stay and play package deals, including the Taco Tuesday. Now, this is based on double occupancy. You'll get an overnight stay for you and a guest. You'll get 36 holes of golf, and you'll get a taco dinner for $219 per person. That is a huge deal. Just call Tullymore and say you want the Taco Tuesday deal, and you can get that phone number at TullymoreGolf.com. So welcome back. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. He's been with us. All week since Monday here at Tullymore in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. We've been talking Michigan, Michigan State, Big Ten, uh, Lions football. And I wanted to get Chris's thoughts here in our final conversation about what this team will look like when the depth chart is there for game one against East Carolina. So, Chris, this team, from the last time people saw Michigan in the college football playoff loss to TCU, uh, what will be the most notable differences in terms of names in the starting lineup? Yeah, if you look at the offensive line, it's going to be revamped, right? You lose a couple of guys, and you're going to need a starting left tackle. Ryan Hayes, who has been there forever, is gone. Uh, he's uh, off to the NFL. So your center, Olu Oluwatimi, is actually with Seattle now and doing a great job by all accounts. He's really kind of made an impression already as a fourth-round pick. So, But that's an important position. So that's where it starts to me. Uh, are you going to have the personnel to be the Joe Moore Award winners for the third time in a row? I think that uh, it's possible. I don't think they'll win it for a third time, but I think they're they're going to have personnel, and, and Sharon Moore does an unbelievable job with those guys. So that's where that starts. And But if you look at the skill positions, you know, with Ronnie Bell leaving, they're going to need somebody to step up at wide receiver. Uh, on defense, 
you lose Mozzie Smith in the middle. So, but you remember a couple of years ago when they lost Aiden Hutchinson and they lost David Ojabo, and they're like, how are they going to replace these guys? Well, Michigan's reloading now. Uh, they aren't rebuilding. So you look at guys like Mason Graham, uh, defensive tackle, who had probably the best the best year for a true freshman defensive tackle that we've ever seen at Michigan since I've been covering Michigan football. I think he's going to step right in. They love Sean Benny. Chris Jenkins is going to be a captain, uh, and he's going to about 300 pounds now. So uh, you're going to need somebody to step up at defensive end. And uh, But, you know, everybody overlooks Jalen Harrell. Here's a guy who, when I speak to the coaching staff, they say this guy's always been overlooked. This is a guy primed to make another uh, another move. So, And really the special teams, uh, and you look at the kicker, that's the big one, Jake Moody, replacing him and talking to people close to what you know they say. You can't expect – all-American kicking every year, especially this year when you lose a guy like Jake Moody, but they bring in a guy, James Turner, from Louisville. So uh, some different pieces, Bill, but so much talent still that they'll be the favorite to win the Big Ten. So let's look at the offense. Uh, If somebody was being handed a depth chart card for week one and that season was kicking off tomorrow, Across the offense, across the defense, how would that 22 look? Yeah, let's start in the offensive line. The left tackle, right? We were just talking about, I think, Ladarius Henderson is the guy that they went out and got, expecting him to win that job. He's played it at Arizona State. He did not practice with the team this spring, and that was a little bit disappointing. He had some classes to finish, but here's a guy who they think can have an Oluwatimi-type impact on the offensive line love him at the offensive at the left guard or left tackle spot so got those long arms uh, outstanding so next to him Trevor Keegan a guy that's been there forever at left guard he had some neck injury problems last year but he's really come a long way uh, in terms of getting back to full health so uh, center is a big one I think Drake Nugent out of Stanford is a guy that they love I think he was second-team All-Pac-12 for Stanford last year, but he's got some guys pushing him, some young guys, Raheem Anderson. I expect Nugent to win the job. And then next to him, Zach Zinter, who comes back. Uh, He and Keegan talked right after that TCU game last year, Bill, and said we can't leave on this note. we got to come back and we got some unfinished business here. This is a luxury. When you get guys like that coming back, it's like getting a five-star recruit, right, uh, out of high school, but better because he's been here and he's played it. So it doesn't get much better than that. And then I think at right tackle, you've got a, a battle between Trent A. Jones and Carson Barnhart. I think Barnhart's going to win that battle. I think he's ready. Uh, he played a lot last year after Jones got hurt. So that's how it shapes up across the front there. So uh, tight end Colston Loveland, uh, it's interesting. They were talking about other guys at the at the tight end position. Loveland is going to be an All-American, they think. And they think he's going to be potentially a first-round draft pick as a tight end. And that tells you how highly they think of him, this kid from Idaho. But A.J. Barner coming in out of uh, Indiana is going to be able to play a lot, too. And then Marlon Klein's a guy that they, t- they haven't talked about a whole lot. you got walk-ons like Max Bredesen there. They say he's the most athletic in the room, and he barely saw the field. So that position is deep. They, they feel really good about it. Wide receiver, Cornelius Johnson comes back. He led the team in receiving uh, a couple years ago. I think you're going to see him take that step. Uh, Sharon Moore has spoken highly of him, saying, hey, he can probably be a guy – that approaches a thousand yards. We'll see if that's true, especially when you've got the running game they've got. But 
He's primed to take another step. Roman Wilson is a kid that they love. Uh, and they think that, you know, with, with five more pounds, which he's got, he's really worked in the weight room. He's putting up NFL type numbers in all these shuttle drills and things where they think, okay, he's ready. If he can get a little stronger and get off the line, he's got the speed that he can really make an impact and, and, you know, be 500, 600 yard guy at least, maybe even be a number one receiver. He's not the biggest guy, but if he gets stronger, he can, he can be that guy that, uh, that you can depend on. So, uh, and in the slot, Tyler Morris is a guy that they love. So lose A.J. Henning, uh, who was their kick returner and their punt returner. And uh, at the same time, you know what? Nobody's really losing sleep over it. But one guy that I think you'll see playing a lot there, too, is Donovan Edwards. And we talked about this earlier in the week. you got to get him on the field, right? So Blake Corum will be your running back and get the majority of the carries. Edwards did tell us earlier this year, he said, you know what, I expect the carries to be more 50-50 this year. But when you got a guy like Blake Corum, I, I think you're going to see him get the majority of the carries. Donovan Edwards is going to be a guy that gets his, but at the same time plays some receiver too. So, uh, And then, of course, your quarterback, man, J.J. McCarthy, this kid's special. Uh, this guy is everything that you're looking for in a quarterback. Uh, he never complained last year when he wasn't throwing the ball 35 times a game. That's what I love about him. You know what? He's all about winning. And when we talked to him before the TCU game last year, he said, you know what? We've got the offensive line. We've got the backs. We're going to play smash mouth football. I love it. I don't care how much I throw. You know what? I'll throw five times if I have to, if we need to win a ball game. But you're going to see him be more involved in the offense as well, I think, running the ball too. They got him outside the tackles last year against TCU. And uh, Jim Harbaugh says, you know what, we got to teach him to get down. There's a huge drop uh, between him and whoever his backup is. But that kid, that's the kind of guy that wins championships for you. And you know what, I think he's primed for a big year. And backing up McCarthy, more likely Tuttle, the transfer who came in from Indiana. Yeah, most likely. I think at this point, just because he's got the experience. But if you look at a guy like Davis Warren, they really like him. Could have been a scholarship guy. He actually had a, a disease that cost him his senior year. And he comes in and, you know what, had a great spring game last year. Had a really good spring this year. They love Alex Orgy. You're going to see him in those positions again when he's running the ball. If you look at his body, this is a guy where if you look at him, you're like, how do we get him on the field? And I think more than anything, they love the way that he runs, but he's starting to throw the ball well, too, we saw in the spring game. So I think he's got a future here at some point. So, uh, you know what, it's a battle there, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. But again, huge drop-off between McCarthy and whoever is behind him. And that Michigan defense, uh, when you look at that uh, battle, or battles plural, uh, for starting positions, uh, how will that shake out? Yeah, uh, defense, we talked about the interior line. I, I love it. Uh, it's probably deeper and better than any that I've seen since I've been covering this team, and it's like 25 years now. And you can go back to the 97 team. Uh, they had some great talent there, but they didn't have this depth where you've got guys like Jenkins and Graham. Kenneth Grant is a kid that Jim Harbaugh called a gift from the football gods last year because he – runs a sub-540 at 348, 350 pounds. So if he learns to play with the technique, they said, and, and can really get that leverage, then he's going to be special. So Sean Benny they like as well. But on the edges, they got to have somebody step up to rush the quarterback. They think Derek Moore is a future first or second round pick. Uh, and I, you know what? He was terrorizing quarterbacks this spring. He was. We saw him run over a couple of tackles in the spring game to get to the quarterback. I love him there. Josiah Stewart, a kid from Coastal Carolina, not huge, 
but is a guy that's going to be out there on third down uh, on the edge. And they think Braden McGregor has a chance to take over games. They compare him to Aiden Hutchinson and say, look, you're built the same way. You're the same size. You've got the same ability. It's time for you to start taking over football games. They think he can do that. So uh, Jalen Harrell, as we just talked about, is another guy that is overlooked. People are like, well, you know what? He doesn't get the big sack numbers. This guy is great against the run, great against, great setting the edge. Uh, he's everything you're looking for. So a uh, great returning nucleus there uh, in the front seven. Junior Colson is another guy they think can take over football games at linebacker. Uh, as a junior now, they want him to take that next step. They think he can be an All-American. And lose Nikai Hill Green, uh, the reason that he left, though, is because you got a couple guys who really stepped up. Mike Barrett's a sixth-year guy. I talked to him in Cleveland when they were on their team trip out east, and uh, he said, you know what, I'm the old guy in the room. And Chris Partridge actually recruited him here the first time, Michigan line, linebackers coach, who was here that long ago before leaving to Mississippi that he was recruiting Mike Barrett. And he said, you know what, he's he's hard on me, but I love it. He said, uh, because I need it. I need that coaching. Uh, they love him. And Ernest Hausman behind him from Nebraska. Uh, this kid's all over the field. So uh, it's just it's amazing watching him. His film, when he played for Nebraska in the big house, notched 10 tackles as a true freshman, and then to see him in the spring game again doing the same things but in a Michigan uniform. So they got some bodies there. So then in the secondary, Rod Moore at safety. I love this kid. Uh, Really is probably one of the best in terms of scouting an opponent that I've ever seen. Uh, it reminds you of some of the Ohio State teams that Michigan used to play when, you know what, it was almost like they knew the Michigan playbook. Uh, Rod Moore was that good against Ohio State last year. So uh, love him back there. Makari Page is a guy they think are, is going to play on Sundays too. And last year the light went on for him to the point that R.J. Moten hits the transfer portal. You know, you hear rivals saying, oh, my God, Michigan lost their their top, one of their top safeties. Well, didn't play in the TCU game last year as a healthy scratch for a reason, was actually working out with the linebackers. So uh, you got a pair of safeties there and a couple of young guys behind him and Keon Saab and Zeke Berry, who they love. Uh, great, highly recruited guys that they think can, can provide some depth there. Will Johnson at corner has a chance to be one of the elite corners here. He was actually playing with an injury last year, Bill, that nobody really knew about it from high school. So he was out this spring, and they were cleaning some stuff up. Uh, and uh, But you saw in the Purdue game how deadly and lethal this guy can be. And uh, you put him out there, and, you know, it's the cliche, take away half the field. Well, this guy's taking away half the field. So the other corner is the one that we're watching closely. And, uh, you know, you got Nickel, Mike Sainristel, who – Doug Skeen says, you know, this guy's a football player, and he's absolutely right. That was one of the great moves that Jim Harbaugh made. So he can play some other corner, but he told me, specifically in Cleveland, he said, you know what, no, I played generally nickel this spring. He said, yeah, I can play there if they need me to, but I have faith in the young guys, Jaden McBurrows, guys like Jair Hill, Amorian Walker, who we talked about. So somebody's got to step up there. The good news is, they got one of the best in the country coaching them back there in Steve Klinkscale. He'll have somebody ready there. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is joining us here on the Huge Show. Cross Michigan, final day of our Tullymore Golf Resort Spring Football Summit. If you have a Michigan football question, uh, you can drop it on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain, 
Tech soared huge to 21,000. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan, local team members, local decision makers, and also a bank you can trust and depend on, which is more important than ever before. Chris is joining us this hour. Hour two will be Doug Skeen, the former Big Ten five-time champion offensive lineman at Michigan. And the final hour, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. You brought up clink scales. And a question that I'll ask to Skeen and to Clayton later. When you look at the assistant coaches, who do you think is irreplaceable from that staff that you would put at the top of the list? Maybe not necessarily the best, but the most valuable assistant coach for Harbaugh. If you had to pick one, which it's kind of tough with Moore and Kling Scales, and you look at Minner and the job he did stepping in for McDonald, Chris, but from your trips to Schembeck or uh, watching the practices, the games, who do you think really in the last two years outside of Harbaugh has been the man as one of his assistants? I think you got to go with Sharon Moore, right? And here's a guy who really could have been a head coach last year. He had a chance to take a couple of jobs and uh, speaking to people in the building, turned them down because he can be choosy at this point. And uh, that's saying something, right? When you talk about Jim Harbaugh's coaching tree and the coaching staffs that he's had here this is by far in my opinion the best staff he's had in terms of coaching and recruiting I could give you literally one of five or six guys on this staff and say okay this guy this would be a blow if he left and uh, and, and talking to some of Sharon Moore's colleagues they say okay it's only a matter of time before Moore leaves because he's going to have opportunities everywhere and uh he would be tough to replace just because of the the way he coaches a line. How often are you going to win back-to-back Joe Moore awards, number one? They love him in that room. He played the position at Oklahoma and, uh, you know, replaced a guy in Ed Warner who really took it to another level and took it that much further. So, uh, and he's your offensive coordinator. So if you look at Minter and, you know, what, he replaced Mike McDonald, but they were so similar and they knew so much about each other. Uh, who's that next guy? So, you know what, I'd kind of put him up there too. He's teaching guys like Clink Scale, who I think, you know what, uh, is learning the defense along with Jay Harbaugh at safeties. So uh, Mike Elston at defensive line uh, is a guy who's been a coordinator for a short time at Notre Dame, kind of like on a trial basis that you think, okay, this guy's ready too. So Chris Partridge had, uh, has been a coordinator. A lot of these guys have coordinator experience. So, uh, But to me, it's more... Uh, I love everything about him. I've, I've been singing his praises for years, just as one of those guys who not only is a great recruiter, but relates so well to kids that I firmly believe, and in speaking to people in that building, that he could be the guy. If he goes out and, you know what, cuts his teeth somewhere, he could come back and be the next head coach at the University of Michigan down the road. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is joining us. You can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics 24-7 at thewolverine.com. All right, away from assistance. Harbaugh, the last two years have been near perfect during the regular season, as good as it gets for Michigan fans. College football playoff, you got whacked by Georgia. Hindsight, you know, if you could find two more quarters, you're probably in the championship game, and who knows, against Georgia, they were beatable. I'll debate that all day with people. Ohio State almost beat them. Look what Michigan did to Ohio State in Columbus. Is Harbaugh at Michigan five years from now? If we're doing the Tellymore Golf Summit in 2028, 
five years from now, do you think Jim Harbaugh is still the head coach in Ann Arbor? That's a great question. You wonder why somebody, you know, more NFL teams weren't interested in him this year. Back-to-back wins over Ohio State. He's proven to be one of the best coaches in the country, Bill, right, regardless of level. He's done things in the NFL and in college, like Pete Carroll that we've always talked about, you know, there's only, there are only a couple of guys that had had that level of success and he's one of them. So, but he's 60 years old. So it's a young man's game now in the NFL. And I was, I was certain that last year I thought, okay, you know, Denver showed some interest. I think there's something working against him there that maybe, uh, some of the, I'm not going to call it collusion, but I think owners talk, right? And I think the reputation that he, got at San Francisco of being difficult to work with uh, is something that is being working against him and being held against him uh, to Michigan's benefit because here's a guy, look what he's done, look what he's doing on the recruiting trail now. Uh, and I don't think he was planning on being here nine years. And he, and he basically said that, you know, he said, I, you know, I was going to be here for seven years and I promised Jim Hackett seven years when I first came here. And we know that he was ready to go to Minnesota if they were ready to hire him. That didn't work out for whatever reason. So uh, long story short, I think he very well could be. And uh, if he is, boy, the way that this thing is humming right now, uh, you're going to see Michigan in the hunt for championships here for the next several years. And with the expansion of the college football playoff a year from now, 12 teams will get in. That will be a game changer. And the addition of USC and UCLA to the Big Ten, like we talked about a couple of days ago as we began this Tullymore Football Summit, Tullymore Golf Resort, Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Book that tee time or stay and play package today at Tullymore golf.com chris coming up we'll play the schedule game and we'll do it with skeen and also clayton safety later on how many regular season wins you see and how they will finish the season remember you can follow chris clayton safety anthony broom and the team at the wolverine.com if you have a michigan football question you can join us on the mercantile bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843 that's one eight six six eight three eight huge From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Got any plans for Mental Health Action Day? You do now. Join us online on Thursday, May 18th from 7 to 9 p.m. for In Tune, a free live stream event featuring performances and conversations with the Verve Pipe, Barrel Bones, Carlos Cece, Cole Hansen, and more. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org to find out how you can log in and join the celebration for free. May 18th is Mental Health Action Day. Take action. Visit IUnderstandLoveHeals.org and join the celebration. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV.
TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MerckBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer in downtown Grand Rapids at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. We are about an hour north, less than an hour north to be exact, of GR at the Tullymore Golf Resort. It's our spring football summit for 2023. Last three days, we've been talking about Michigan State, the Big Ten Lions, and also Michigan football. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is joining us this hour, and Chris, uh, the schedule game that will play later an hour or two with Doug Skeen. Final hour with Clayton Safey from your team at the Wolverine.com. Let's go through the Michigan schedule, how many regular season wins, and also how will Michigan finish their season. Now, I look at the first four games, and we can agree 4 0, correct? Oh, yeah. They'll be double digit favorites, heavy favorites. More than that, not triple-digit favorites, obviously, but maybe 20-point 20, 20 favorites in each of those games. East Carolina, hearing rumblings that that might be a night game to start the year, Bill, believe it or not, from my people at, at the University of Michigan. So that'd be interesting um, and uh, and kind of exciting for people. Better then than in November when it's snowing, right? But uh, East Carolina looking like a win. UNLV, they're going to take care of business in that one, uh, another home game. It's a very similar to last year's home non-conference schedule where you're looking and thinking, okay, where's the beef, right? Where's that one marquee game? That will come in 2024 when they play Texas, not coming next year. So Bowling Green's the third game. They're going to win that one handily. Greg Schiano has had – he's improved Rutgers a, a little bit, but it, you know what? Last year they took a step backwards. That team's not ready to come into Ann Arbor and be competitive against Michigan. So 4-0 and without breaking a sweat. And then the next stretch features three of four on the road, including games at Nebraska, at Minnesota, at Michigan State. Three games that I believe Michigan will be favored in. 
I don't look at any of those three as rising superstars uh, in Big Ten championship circles or even contention. So I'm taking, including that Indiana game, Michigan winning that next group of four, and they're 8-0 to start the season. Yeah, and the tricky ones, I think, are when you go to Nebraska and Minnesota back-to-back. Those are long road trips, right? And uh, Nebraska, I've never, literally ever heard a louder crowd than I did for that night game at Nebraska a couple of years ago. That environment was unbelievable. Uh, for Michigan to be able to pull that one out, that wasn't a great football team they played, Nebraska, but you know what? That crowd helped keep them in the game and really kind of helped change the turn the tide when Michigan took a big lead early in that game. So that's one to watch. And then the second half of that one, turning around, going right back out to Minnesota, P.J. Fleck. A uh, good football coach. People can say whatever they want to about him, but if you look at Minnesota, they lose a lot. Uh, Mohamed Ibrahim, a running back, but you know what? Uh, I think they're going to be one of those teams, one of those games. Remember when the Michigan went up there on Halloween a few years ago and needed a goal line stand to pull a game out uh, against a Jerry Kill's team up there? So um, that's going to be a little bit squirrely. I agree with you, though. I think they win both of those games, come home, play Indiana. Remember, just a few years ago, Indiana's out there competing for the Big Ten West, and uh, Tom Allen's team is struggling now. So they are picked, I think, to finish 13th in the league. Michigan State can always be a little squirrely. You never know what you're going to get up there. and uh, But that is a game where Michigan's going to be heavily favored. Michigan State losing guys like Peyton Thorne. And Keon Coleman is going to be, uh, you know, it's huge for them. So I don't think they're going to have a running game. I think they're going to have a hard time moving the football against Michigan. Could be a game similar to the one that we saw last year in Ann Arbor. So, uh, but you know what? Michigan's had struggles up there. You never take that one for granted. But I'm with you. I think they win that one as well. Penn State seems to be the game. And I know we've talked uh, going back to spring football on the huge show. And Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is joining us on our final day of the Tullymore Golf Resort Spring Football Summit at Penn State. New quarterback uh, for Penn State, but that game is late in the season, so it won't be your typical new QB under fire. Crazy environment, as good as any environment in the Big Ten when you travel on the road. Is that your flag game for Michigan? It is, and it is hard as we've said over and over and over again, to go through a season undefeated. And if there's one game where you say, okay, if you had to pick one, that is the logical loss on this schedule, it would be at Penn State. Not going to be a night game. They've already announced Michigan State and Penn State. Fox is going to have the first pick that day. It'll be the big noon game, most likely, uh, probably 100%. So you're avoiding that and the whiteout and, and everything else. So I think that works to Michigan's benefit. But they got some good running backs. That is always a tough place to play. Michigan's had some struggles there. Uh, They've won some games there, too, over the years. So uh, with a new quarterback coming in who's good, Drew Allar, uh, I think, uh, you know, has great potential. But first-year quarterback against this defense, I like Michigan uh, to play well. But I've said from the beginning, I said it's going to be really tough for them to go undefeated again back-to-back years, even Ohio State's best teams, right? You remember when they went to Purdue and gave up 50 points? They went to Iowa a few years back and gave up 55. So there's going to be something along the way where you say, okay, they're going to get tripped up. In my opinion, this is probably the most likely game. You look at Purdue the week before that, if they still had Alex O'Connell at quarterback, you know, you could say, okay, wow, you know. That could be a challenge for them. We saw it in the Big Ten championship game last year. That'll be a cakewalk. 
And you like Michigan to beat Ohio State at the big house to close out the regular season. I do, but you got Michigan at Maryland the week before that as well with uh, Tolia. I just went right by that. Yeah. I had, and uh, to his brother, yeah. congratulations on year 13 as the Maryland QB. <laughs> right? You're thinking, how is this guy still there? But he's dangerous, and he did some nice things against Michigan. He also had a couple picks last year in the big house, but... That's a dangerous game. We saw Ohio State nearly get tripped up at Maryland last year before they played Michigan. So that's another one to watch. So a game that if you, on paper looks like, okay, you know, Michigan will probably be favored by 10, 15 points or something like that, but you just never know. But uh, that could be one to watch as well. But I do like Michigan to beat Ohio State for a third straight time. They're going to have a first-year quarterback. Uh, you know what? The onus is on them now, and it's it's about time. And you could sense it last year that, okay, they put so much into that one game to prove that two years ago was a fluke that I thought they played tight. I thought that they overcompensated on defense. They were a little bit too aggressive, and they really felt the pressure. You want to talk about pressure, talk about losing three games in a row to Michigan if you're Ryan Day and how the heat's going to be on him. But I like the matchup. Uh, Michigan has bullied them on the on the both lines of scrimmage the last couple of years. I think that's going to be the case again this year. You know, one thing as I was going through the schedule uh, before the show today, before they get to Ohio State, Michigan finishes with five of seven on the road. Five of seven on the road. And again, no matter how good you are, that's asking a lot of any football team at any level. Uh, Five of seven uh, on the road. But I I still am going with Michigan undefeated. I think they'll get it done. I I believe they're going to win their college football Final Four Opener, the semifinal, and the national championship. And why, Chris? I've been looking across the landscape of college football. I don't think USC has a defense to be a national champion. I know Alabama's Alabama. Georgia, Stetson Bennett gone. Young gone. C.J. Stroud is gone. I mean, you're looking at returning quarterbacks. That's why J.J. McCarthy, if he is set to go penthouse level, elite QB, I think Michigan will run the table. There could be that upset. I tend to agree with you that five out of seven, you're asking a team a lot. But you go win on the road, that's when you become a champion. Go ask the Georgias and the Alabamas and the Clemsons and the Oklahoma and even Ohio State uh, what they did. So I'll go undefeated national champion. You're saying one loss, still Big Ten champion, at least a tie at worst. Uh, they get to the Big Ten title game. Uh, do they win the Big Ten title? Uh, do they win a playoff game or do they win it all? Look at the West and you have to wonder who's going to come out of there, right? And I look at Cade McNamara and Eric All at Iowa and I like Kirk Ferentz and what he's done with Iowa. They're always going to be tough. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if they got that offense up there to match the defense they've had and uh, and they could win the West. So Wisconsin's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Luke Fickle in his first year. When you change the identity of a program, you just go back to Rich Rod in Michigan, right? And you're thinking, okay, is this going to work? We've done this for three decades. Now we're going away from it. Uh, is, is this going to work? So uh, it'll be fascinating to see what happens there. But, yeah, if Michigan gets through the the uh, to the Big Ten championship game, I don't see them losing. If it's Michigan, if it's Ohio State, uh, I think whoever comes out of the East is going to win it. So um, it'll it'll be interesting. And then if you look, it's really about matchups in the in the – playoff right last year they had an opportunity they blew it they looked overlooked tcu you'll never convince me otherwise and then speaking to some people close to it they think the same thing this is what happens 
They said, you know what, when you read your clippings and you're thinking you're going to be playing Georgia and everything else, and you, you come, came out and laid an egg, still should have won the game. Didn't miss that opportunity, but uh, we'll see. Those SEC programs still have the most talent. If we're talking about five-star talent across the board, they've got the elite guys on the on the defensive line, the guys that can run. Uh, we saw it at Michigan and Georgia a couple years ago. It's a different animal. Same with Alabama. So that's why I thought last year was so big. You know what, if you could get that next step and then get to that championship game, maybe you don't win it, maybe you do, but at least you got there and you've got a little bit bit of confidence going into this year. So where will Michigan season end this fall or, or into the winter? I think, you know what, I think they make the championship game. And uh, to me, I still think the SEC is the dominant conference. I think it'll be an SEC team that wins it. Maybe Alabama, maybe Georgia. So could be LSU. Watch for them on the outside. It could be LSU. And uh, but I'm with you on USC. Until they get serious on defense, they're not going to get there. So we saw what Utah did to them last year. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Michigan football year-round at the Wolverine.com, and also listen for Doug Skeen and Chris with the Michigan Football Podcast at TheWolverine.com. We'll hear from Doug Skeen next hour. Clayton Safey from TheWolverine.com in hour number three as our Tellymore Football Summit is down to our final day. Chris, great job this week on the golf course and on air. I appreciate it, Bill. I love it up here. i got to plug Tellymore because every time I come up here, it gets better, and we appreciate everything you do for us as well. Yeah, back at your brother, Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com, joining us, Skeen. Coming up here in less than 30 minutes, and also Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com during our final hour. Everything huge 24 7 at thehugeshow.net. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. At St. Show, St. Night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder, Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. He first came to our attention as the guitarist in the legendary band Traffic. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Dave Mason is coming to the DeVos Performance Hall May 25th with special guest The Outlaws. Tickets are now on sale at Ticketmaster.com. One night only, live on stage, Dave Mason and The Outlaws from 111 Productions and Danny Zalisco Presents. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So you have the chase for the NBA rings going on right now. Some unbelievable action. And they have an offer for new customers who are listening, who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up. Because those new customers then can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets 
instantly. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Just open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If your bet loses... They'll give you a bonus bet back up to the amount of your initial bet, up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at one 800 270 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan 19 radio station. Strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Matt Golden, CEO and general manager of the beautiful Tullymore Golf Resort, uh, joins us. And Matt, we were uh, talking earlier today. Uh, a lot of the prime dates for stay and play packages uh, are going fast. You're already booking into the fall and even booking uh, into 2024. So somebody listening right now anywhere across Michigan, the easiest way, just go to TullymoreGolf.com. Absolutely. Go to TullymoreGolf.com, click Packages. You're going to find a form there that's going to talk about exactly what you want to do. What do you want to do each day? How many holes do you want to play? Ideally, where you want to stay on property. Uh, all of our lodgings displayed right there at the website. But yeah, like you said, if you're thinking about a package this fall, now is really when when you want to start to look at that and really get a price because we are filling up, I mean, quicker than ever. Uh, golf is hot right now. And booking online. So I mentioned you're less than an hour north and with the 75 miles an hour on part of 131 coming north uh, to Tullymore, it, it may be less than 45 minutes on the north side of GR to here. Uh, online at TullymoreGolf.com, people can book uh, daily play, tea times at St. Ives, tea times at Tullymore. People listening on AM 1280 in Mount Pleasant, 93.7 Cadillac, Lake City area. Drive in and get around a golf in and a great bite to eat or drive in for a day and uh, play Tullymore and St. Ives. Absolutely. You know, the more and more you talk about us on the air, the more and more people in Mount Pleasant, north side of Grand Rapids, realize, well, wait a second, that's just as close a drive or five, ten minutes more than where I was going anyway, you know, especially the west side of Mount Pleasant. Uh, if you're looking to go, you know, east of town, well, we're just as close. Same thing with Rockford, Cedar Springs area, Sparta. Yeah, and then again, like I said, it's less than 45 minutes. might be more than a 35, 40-minute uh, ballpark. You can book the stay-and-play packages online at tellingmoregolf.com and also uh, the daily play, tee times. 
simple and easy at tellingmoregolf.com. Don't forget Memorial Day weekend. That's Sunday night. Uh, the Honky Tonk Night with that great band. Uh, Kevin Chamberlain and the Grease Monkeys. And, and get some tickets, uh, great uh, drink specials. Yep, right on the Facebook page. All right. Yeah, just uh, follow Telling More Golf uh, Resort on Facebook. Absolutely. All right. Matt Golden, he is the CEO and the GM of the Telling More Golf Resort. And St. Ives is part of this. It's not two different resorts. So you have 36 championship holes to choose from. You can book a group, bring the friends up, family, uh, the lodge. So many different lodging options. See everything they offer at TellingMoreGolf.com. And tomorrow, we'll get an update on the real estate. If you're looking to live uh, on property at Tellymore, or if you're looking to build or have that second home, uh, Ministrelli Builders, uh, they give you great real estate options uh, here at Tellymore. TellymoreGolf.com, just click on uh, real estate, and we'll hear from the one and only Mr. Miller. The legend, Mike Miller. I'll tell you, I got my office is 30 seconds from the golf course, and my house is two and a half minutes. I need somebody to come out here and golf more than I do, because I'm, I'm not out there nearly enough, yeah. so. Well done, Matt. Uh, incredible things happening here at Tellymore and Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than 45 minutes north of GR. See it all. Real estate, Booker Tea Time, stay and play packages, events, and more. Tellymoregolf.com. That's Tellymoregolf.com. And also, stay up to date on all the events and everything happening you just missed the mother's day brunch the honky tonk sunday night on memorial day weekend follow tully moore on facebook just search the tully moore golf resort thank you superfly hayes best producer in the business everything connected to this show is available 24 7 at the huge show.net big bad huge